I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, welcome back to James and Flav for now. Sluggy Wuggies, I see you. I see you in our live chat right now. And actually, do you know what? Straight off the bat, I got a message from someone on uh, Patreon. And they were talking about a huge World Cup sweepstakes where you get four random teams. And yeah. then the amount of points that you get from those teams during the World Cup decides who the winner is. I was thinking that's quite good for for us and the uh, Sluggy Wuggies to do. What so that you don't just get one team, you just get mass. Yeah, you what get a few because you know when you like to do a sweepstake and you go, oh, I've got yeah, fucking Austria Egypt. And, yeah, and then you, so... you, you get one one that's sort of good but isn't going to win it, like Austria and but in this instance, Austria and yeah, Spain, yeah. Or... Poland, yeah. Yeah, and they'll no, probably God. probably sneak through the group. And am I really supposed to invest myself in this because deep down they're not going to win it? Yeah. But yeah, with four options, it, it, uh, that's uh, that feels like a good thing for me. Apparently, there's one thousand six hundred odd combinations, so we have room for new sluggy wuggies. So if you do have four dollars spare, I know inflation is high right now or whatever it is. Um, so if you don't, obviously don't. But if you want to get involved, we do a mailbag each week, and uh, you could be a part of that and the World Cup sweepstake this year. Um, my sweet gunners are. Uh... <laughs> top of the table please like jim please i'm literally I'm, this is about as ill as i ever been i just i do not want to hear you okay. say that just for a week don't uh, fucking say that i don't i don't even have want to have a conversation about arsenal okay. at all okay we don't have to talk about spurs either but just don't make me do that okay all right I just they're getting a lot was... very carried away for two games is all i'm saying is what just tested well, they're, 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 what is it they've what, they, they conceded two versus an awful leicester side mm, and, and actually against alice they could have and they're quite lucky, really. Second goal is no goal. I don't know. Maybe they're getting carried away. Who knows? Yeah. Porous. Is that the word? I think that's the word I'd use. Two, just two goals. Who knows? No, look, you're in fourth. You're good. You're good. You're fine. You're fine. Um, I, do you know what? I, I'm, so basically, we're doing this podcast just as... <laughs> I've, I've seen that there's all this stuff about Man United getting um, a new owner. Have you seen that? No. What's going on? Yeah. So the, um, the guy... I think it's the guy who wanted to buy... That's it, Ratcliffe. Sir Jim Ratcliffe, interested in buying Manchester United. Um, so this with... is what's buying out the Glazers. Yes. So nah. this is the this is the same guy who wanted to buy Chelsea. I've kind of wrote it wrong. Do you remember? But do you remember yeah. any Dan? Oh, it was, I want to say Dan Roan or whoever the BBC guy was. He said he was like you're um, but you're a Chelsea fan, uh, you're a Man United mm-hmm. fan, and he's like, yeah, but I can't buy. He basically said about it, I can't buy Man United. But now, yeah, but what's, what that is a, I mean, it looks like my man, but that's a stupid thing to set up to, to, to levy a business, a billionaire. You become a billionaire by thinking, well, I do. I technically support Manchester United, but there is this opportunity with Chelsea. Do you know what? Actually, my allegiances lie with. You're not talking to a 14 year old boy. 
who's fucking just decided to support Man United. He's a billionaire. I think his priorities are somewhat shifted to what your idea, your idea of following a football club is. You, it, but it is. I think it is important on a, on a ban on a banter level. It's, it's crucial. Oh, right. Because I'm sure he's bothered about that. Yeah. Well, no, I'm sure he's not bothered. But like fans will have to. I mean, I'm saying that I'm a hypocrite because uh, Tony Fernandez is a West Ham fan, but he bought us. So as long as he's bothered, it's fine, isn't it? You, mm. So he wants to buy a stake of Man United with a long-term view to taking over the club. Fan anger at the ownership of the Glazers when it was now been in full charge since 2005. Brought some Bloomberg claimed that Glazers would consider selling a minority stake, one of the world's biggest sporting institutions. Uh, mm. the club, Glazers could sell the club for a mammoth six billion. And uh, Elon Musk made a joke, didn't he? Which um, that's right. I saw that. Everyone the thing tell. is. But this is that what um, uh, to get to get to a point where they, he owns the entirety of the football club, or at least a controlling share of the football club, might take a, a fair amount. I mean, if people think that this guy's coming in, and within a month he's he's going to be the owner, that's for example, it took Daniel Levy and Enix six, six years from the minute that they bought a, a a sort of smaller share or a minority share, or whatever you want to call it, mm. to the point where they had control of the football club. It took six years for them to do that. So okay. unless some is going in willing to drop a huge amount of money, like perhaps Todd Bowley did. Yeah, or I guess, or if they're really desperate to 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 go, which I don't, I don't think they're they're desperate. There's no business sense for them to be desperate to go, would it? That that takes away their leverage. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, he launched a last minute move worth four point two five million to buy Chelsea. Um, off Roman Abramovich didn't work out. Um, I so, don't. I don't. Is there is there a finite amount of money that clubs are going to be worth? Like how much more? It's not like they're not. Like every eyeball on the globe who wants to watch the Premier League surely watches it by now. Right? Apart from increasing prices, increasing subscriptions, how much more money are you going to make out of? I, mean, I, I, I have no idea. Maybe you, I'm answers. It's a stupid question, but it feels like you must be reaching the top at some stage and. I think we've said that before, though, and it just never ends, does it? Like hundreds of hundreds of millions of pounds. That doesn't sound like much anymore. Do you know, I heard, um, what's his face, uh, Jordan, Simon Jordan, saying about the Premier League and in terms of the, the rights and not sort of taking the rights from a Sky or whoever, and but instead creating their own platform and charging people $10 a month and letting a hundred million people do that and the billions and billions that that would kind of bring in netflix for football that was probably it that was it it? i think that's what he said yeah but but you that would mean getting rid of um wouldn't that mean getting rid of your severing relationship with sky unless sky are the ones that produce it and i'm just starting to get somewhere um so that would be be heartbreaking if i'm honest (laughs) Um, so, <laughs> James, do you not think that they'll have shows on Netflix? That's it, yeah, and, and do you not think the people that are completely in, and I do not answer this, but I'm just going to say it. Do you not think the people that are completely entrenched in Sky, they're going to find it very difficult to move to a new platform because the relationships they're, they're too entrenched. It's like insidious over there. Not insidious. Maybe, in, in, well, are in, you in saying desperate. maybe time for new blood? Is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm saying that you look at this as an opportunity, not a. <laughs> okay. uh, Okay, well, let's see. Um, I think the important thing from this article, and the thing that caught my eye, is bowels. A simple trick to empty them completely. <laughs> That's uh, uh, you've got a click from me. Diet expert reveals it's like it vacuums out your digestive problems. <laughs> Exciting oh, time. Nice. Uh, is this a, is this from gutsolution.com? It is from gutsolution. Gut oh, news. Yeah. Gut, a bit of gut chat early on. It's been a time since I've been on gutsolution.com. <laughs> yeah, obviously, guys, you'll all know about <laughs> gutsolution.com. Yeah. Um, they blog regularly on gut problems, but millions of Britons struggle. Millions of Britons, specific, interesting. This is it's exclusively Jim, you, a, a British gut. Uh, <laughs> Jim, you just you strike me as a man who um... gut chat, <laughs> gut chat. Everyone ready for gut no, chat? What's the what's the signal sh- for gut chat? <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. I haven't got that much in me. I just want to. Uh, you strike me as a man who would have a colonic. Just you I, go I'm, there. I'm very wary of that stuff. Bung loads of coffee up your ass and just wait. Yeah, I, do you and know. Then come out and go. I do feel surprisingly refreshed. Do, well, so <laughs> there's a thing on TikTok. There's a trend on TikTok um, for sort of um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's an article on gutsolution.com about it. And because millions of Britons struggle with digestive problems like bloating, constipation, cramping, pains and fatigue that causes that causes um, due to the digestive process. But on TikTok, there was this thing where you get a pint of water, you put in like two big tablespoons or something like that of chia seeds and leave it for 10 minutes. And then you put in like half a lemon, just I guess for the taste of it. And then you down that. And apparently, seeing that on cleans there, you right up, cleans you right up. Can I? Um, we it might be that we could um, get a sponsor for this, mm-hmm. but why, just while we're doing this shit, in terms of giving you energy, this stuff, space goods. Okay, sort of giving you energy. Of, it, it just it just gives you sustained energy for the day. Considering if you don't take it, it can't really do feel the difference. I'd recommend it. Really? Yeah. What is it? It's like a supplement. Constant Yes, it's based on um, mushroom extract, not magic mushrooms. It's like many, many mushrooms. There, <laughs> there are like <laughs> hundreds of thousands, if not millions of different variations of mushrooms, right. not just magic mushrooms. Why did it, why, how did you catch your eye initially? This, uh... It was, a, it was literally <laughs> an, a, a, a um, TikTok uh, fucking oh, Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. And, and it does the business, does it? Well, you can feel the difference, can you? Yeah, Oli swears by it. Um, we've got some good stuff in the pod today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, draw table. Um, we could touch. I, I feel like I've spoken about Man United a lot this week, so I'm kind of. But it is Red Monday, isn't it? Do 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 all the all the redness all the time. I mean, there's absolutely no no chance that Man United win that game. He's called it. Clip it. Clip it up. I mean, it's not even worth clipping. It's like not. It's not. It's not a bold statement, is it? Let it pass. Yeah. I, I, uh, Hugh Woosencroft said to me on ESPN, he said, I said, what percentage chance of Man United got in this game? He said 5%. Yeah, I'd say. Fair, fair. Agree. I agree, yeah. Because even, even when Liverpool were, you know, drawing against Palace and down to 10 men, like it was like they had like they had 11 men. And the fact that they played with such yeah. poise and, and, and determination. Yeah. yeah, but but also just just quality. Yeah. You know. But he's, it, um, it's, uh, it means that there's, you know, I know they've drawn two games, but it doesn't mean nothing. Like Liverpool are absolutely fine. Well, I mean, that's their that's chance of silverware this year. We'll, uh, we'll get on to that. And um, we've got lots of uh, things that have tickled me for the uh, Jim Big Laugh Award. Um, are we going to talk about Nunes? Yeah, let's talk about that. And just, I just want to tell people what we've got. We've got some fan okay. fiction at the, end of the, uh, <laughs> at the end of the podcast. It's not erotic fan fiction, is it? Um... You can decide at the end uh, if it's. I'm not sure. It's interesting you ask if it's erotic or not. I, I <laughs> fan fiction tends to be lean that yeah, way. Yeah, I would. I would say it's leaning that way. I would say it's subjective of if it's erotic or not. Um, no, it's not. Oh, the person it. who's written the people who listen to this podcast are not animals, are they? It will be subtle at, at most, and that's all you need. Okay, uh, a couple of slugs in the world, including. Um, a video which I'll, I think I'll show you just to kit whenever because Flav's not feeling well at the moment. So, so one hit the like button for him. But secondly, when he needs that little lift, we can provide it with that video. I think so. Just let me know when you need that. Um, that's the slugs in the wild. Uh, things Dad say at the football. Got a few of them. A few of the things that go through me. Uh, a new bit possibly of dreaming of Conte. Don't think it will last. And we'll have a look at the drawing board. We'll go back to the drawing board and and deep dive. Someone's put together a spreadsheet on who the draw champions have been over the last over every Premier League season, I think it is. So we'll have a look at that as well. I might click on it now just to get it ready. Um so yeah, Nunez, yeah. Oh and uh, Samism as well. Lots and lots and lots. Uh how do you I imagine you've seen the uh Anderson bit. Have you seen all that? Seen him winding him up. Where yeah, do you sit on this? I think he was doing what every other centre back in the history of the Premier League has ever done. It's made it's made a big thing because Nunes got sent off in his debut. He couldn't control himself. The difference between, um, like you see it all the time. Like you saw what Romero did against Chelsea. Like that's what Romero has done since he's joined the Premier League. It's it's nothing. It's not a big a big deal. And no. he couldn't keep his head. And this is the lesson. It's better to learn fail fast, isn't it? Learn quickly, fail fast. He got, yeah, he's, he's got to get used to that. I remember watching Dennis Wise literally drag his nails down 
um, the neck of his opponents at corners and shit like that. It's like, yeah, he was renowned for Dennis Weiss was renowned for the little pinch. pinch. He'd sort of go, he'd go there, like hold the back of your head and then pinch some hair away. Yeah. What horrible man. I know it's disgusting, but that, at that level, you know, Anderson probably isn't a defender that in terms of complete, I don't know how you would gauge it, but if you're thinking like Van Dyke versus a striker of equal skill, you know, like Ronaldo Van Dyke, mm. they don't really need to do it, it, it. You don't have to use the dark arts in order to gain a late level playing field. But you'd imagine the money that Nunes has come in and Anderson plays as a centre back for this. That Anderson has to use every 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 gill that he has, whether nefarious or otherwise, to gain an advantage and that's the reason why he's a Premier League defender I don't this shouldn't be there is, I mean I'd imagine some Liverpool fans really hate him now having not really given him second thought beforehand <laughs> but really they should be looking at their own strike and thinking well, you need to be much more mature than that you need to be able to deal with that because the way you reacted was pretty pathetic yeah I mean I, I, so what I would say I totally get him doing it um, it is part of football you've got to get on with it I mean, if he we, hadn't put the nut on him, it wouldn't be. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Not we wouldn't not even even thought about it. But because no. he couldn't control himself, I'm not sure I could control myself. That's the one thing. I, that's you? why I sort of. I don't think I. I think I'd struggle because it's. Well, it was, how, how many defenders? Are, how many strikers have been sent off against um, Anderson? When 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 was the last time? This, even... What due to a similar thing? Yeah, I guess. I guess no one. Never, uh, but it, it was the fact that Nunes couldn't handle it. That was the problem. Do we know he's doing it to every single opponent every single week? That's what I'd like to know. Okay, in which case, then you got to look at if he knew he could do it to Nunes. What's wrong with his temperament? The the problem isn't Anderson here. The problem is Nunes, right? And he needs to fix it. Flab's, pro- Flab's problem with Darwin Nunes feels like a title. Well, do you, do you think the Klopp isn't looking at Nunes again? You have to deal with this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get. I get that. He'll have to learn to switch off. What I'm saying, all I'm saying is, it, it, I imagine it is very irritating watching that clip. Yeah, I was like, God, this must me be wild. Sh- I want exactly. to bite his nose off. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. I'm not being paid two hundred grand a week to play for Liverpool. I oh, deal with it in that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do the do money that. thing. That's exactly how I feel. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. You're allowed so three right. of those a season. The money thing, using the money as, an, as a reason. Three, three, three a season. That is one of them. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I asked yesterday for a title, and um, but wrong answers only. I hope this could be a bit because I think this could be funny for us. Okay. Oh, what's, well, hang on. What's the sound? What's that sound you're hearing? Oh, and also actually, oh, I'll talk about it later. But basically, the uh, the pod's back on Spotify, guys. Hurrah! I was, I was actually about to say to you, time. on two occasions I attempted to call you to say, send me the file, I'll 100% do it. It's all right, I've got someone else to do it. I didn't actually get to the point where I made the call, but it was in my brain. So I've got, I, that's how lazy we are. I've, I'm paying someone else to put it up. <laughs> I'm saying, I, went, I said, Kai, this, <laughs> this will take you 20 seconds. Just copy and paste everything. But me and Flav, we just haven't got it in us. We haven't got it. We're losing the it's hunger. We're losing the bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> just, just didn't have it in us, did they? Amazing, isn't it? What's there's a there's a good bit. What's something that is so easy and you could all easily do it? You just can't, just haven't got it in you. I think one for me. I think I'm realizing is is um you know so TikTok content, football content. Like I want to have a TikTok page. I want it to do well, and I want stuff to get clipped up. But me doing it myself, that that's I can't. Although as easy as that probably could be, and the amount of content that we make, I just don't think I've got it in me. But I mean, I'd love it, to know what what little things you just can't, just can't do. The um, I mean the amount of the, the it's not easy to get to the it's not the TikTok was that's I can I can I completely understand why you wouldn't want to bring that into your working week. It's a lot of work for what is essentially no financial return at all. But TikTok's brilliant for raising awareness about your product. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. But and no, but... Introducing people to But it, I don't think it is that hard. It, but I just like, as a, you know, to try and explain a, a possible new bit, what's something that's so minimal but you just can't, can't do it? I'm sure there's something. I just can't think of it right now. But mm. so any in the chat, let us know. 
uh, as I say, our patrons are live with us right now. You could be one of them um, if you want to become a patron. So wrong answers only for titles this week. Arteta versus Pep, the Premier League's karate kid. Don't really get it, if I'm honest. Liverpool versus United in a relegation six-pointer. Is that true? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Yep, Liverpool just two points from the drop. Man United rock bottom. It is a six-pointer, isn't it? It's a relegation. Liverpool, is that the title today? Liverpool versus Man United in relegation six-pointer. <laughs> uh, we had Boovy on the show I did at the week, and he was saying that he thinks that... Tell them what the show is so they can go watch it. No, because we're not... You know, well, it's different. a Bet Victor show. Just search Bet Victor after this and go watch it. Bet Victor, the last fan standing, uh, he said um, he said that he thinks that Manchester United will win, lose the next seven games. You look at it. <laughs> you look at, I, looked, so I had to check it up. Really? Their pictures. Let's have a look. It's... <laughs> do, do you know I just Give did them. there? I, I could have... I could have... You know when you click on a tab and I'm going to change the... I'm going to change the um, uh, website... I had the choice of the Sergio Radcliffe thing or the gutsolution.com and I hovered over gutsolution.com and I went, no, I'm going to leave that there. Come back to that. <laughs> uh, Man United uh, fixtures. Let's have a look. You, what, you honestly think they could lose the next seven? I, this is what Booby said. I'm not saying I believe him. I don't think they will, but you look at it and go, it could happen. No easy games in the Premier League. Let's have a look. Man United could lose the next seven. Liverpool, see... Th- no, no, South- sorry, sorry. Release the first seven of the ge- season. So they've oh. lost two already. Okay, so they've lost two already. Liverpool, Southampton, away. Another relegation six-pointer, quite possibly. Leicester City, look, those two, they should be... They can't be losing both of those. Right, but they lose to Southampton, then Ten Hag's got to go, isn't it? I mean, they... Oh, well, great question. How many, how many games has he got? I think if he loses... If he loses the first seven, they have they have to sack him. <laughs> he loses the first seven. The um, well, that, well, the Frank Lavoie got lost the first. Was it six or seven? Do you think there'll be a he weekend went. this season where we don't one of us doesn't tweet? <laughs> he's got to go, isn't he? <laughs> well, he's got to go. we're not saying it's not just content. It's a legitimate question. Yeah, three games, four games at United. He's got five yeah. losses, says Archie. De Boer had four. Didn't he? Harvey Finch Four. feels he's got nine in a row. If Liverpool beat him, all right, okay, we'll do this. All right, so what what score must Liverpool? If Liverpool beat them four five nil, then you've got to ask questions about Ten Hag. If he gets to nine or ten, then it's freak, as we discussed. We agreed last year. If he loses ten nil, yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. This is great. Yeah, you're right. So there's there's a sort of there's a, 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 a band, isn't there? There's a band where it's like, this is a disgrace. And then there's like, this is um, this is bizarre. This it's is called the Hasenhutl band. It's where people just dis- <laughs> disregard it as a just a freak result because it's so big. Yeah, so yeah. The Hasenhutl band is is basically when Ten Hag, if, if Ten Hag was to lose 4-0 or 5-0 against <laughs> Liverpool, that would be worse than losing nine. Yeah. Because nine's a freak, whereas four or five shows a systemic failure. Is um. In terms of that band, so nine is nine is bang on the money, isn't it? Nine, yeah. With nine, he gets a. He, it's as if the game didn't. Happen. Does he need a sending off? Does there need to be a sending off? I think that helps. Yeah. Well, is there a? Do you come back out of the tunnel? Do you know what I mean? Like, if it gets to twelve, is is twelve worse than six? Twelve's a lot. No, twelve's better than six. Twelve's <laughs> better. Twelve's twelve's better because it's still within that sort of that freak. Yeah, there because it's just because madness. No one looks at the, what went wrong. Everyone just laughs. So you get the, you get the sort of buy, don't you? It's just crazy. So yeah, what Man United even need a draw to lose something like nine or ten nil, right? To be safe, yeah. If one nil defeat, they take all oh, that. Eric uh, uh, if you tell him, put him out to a lie detector. Okay, we'll give you a one nil. We'll give you we'll give you a one nil defeat. Now. Progress, isn't it? Take it, take it. So lose to Liverpool. I mean, yeah. How many has he got? I think thing is as well. There's with Man United because you've got a kind of we're living in this sort of content world. You've got to say something new, and Gary Neville's kind of the new thing that Gary Neville's saying is that I haven't got any more to say because he's run out of things. Because you've kind of gone players, owner, manager, manager goes, players, owner, manager, manager I goes. Think what what is clear when talking to Gary uh, Gary Nett when talking to him? I, don't, I haven't had a one-to-one conversation with him, but, but you are friends. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a conversation with him other than on camera. Do you think Absolutely there's anyone happy. from the overlap who has got 
either the personality or the relationship with Gary Neville to suggest that he's friends with Gary. No, but Adam McCola and Gary Neville have conversations. So they know each other. They know each other by first name and stuff. Okay. Um, the <coughs> It's clear that Gary Neville's way too close to Manchester United and he can't actually see what's going on. And he still thinks that Manchester United are the club that he played for. But they're definitely not. Um, Tell him. Just... Tell him next overlap, please. I, I mean, I would love to see that. I'd love to see you go, but... Gary. Gary. You're a bit no, too close what, to the game. <laughs> but what, so happen, what happens, what I've noticed, whenever you do oh, criticise one of them, they just go, well, you're a Spurs fan. What do you know? You've never right. won anything. That, oh. that, that's what happens. Okay. Jamie, Jamie Cogger does that a lot. So well, what, you, what am I here for then? Do, yeah. do I say anything or not say anything? Well, you need to, so what we need to do here over the next few weeks before the next overlap is to put together something that's bulletproof in your... Because what you do, it you will have that moment in... You will have that sacred period of 20 seconds that's yours. Or, or even in what you initially say, you need to give yourself that buffer, right? So you need to kind of go, look, guys, now I know I'm just a Spurs fan, but hear me out. And then you're given, will that will that give you the safety before? Because well, you know it's like, you know, it's like in all of these debates where someone's going, <laughs> they're just desperate to well, sort the of one, jump in. The one in this one, it wasn't even that. I wouldn't. Like, so you're asked to chime in and 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 jump on onto conversations. It's not like a wait for your turn to speak. Mm-hmm. But naturally, because it's like a quite a um, intimidating circumstance. Most people don't; they just sit quiet. But I've been on there like four or five times now, so I feel more comfortable than most people, I'd imagine. Um, but the first one was like, "Yeah, Gary, no, uh, Gary could just sort of turn to me. When would you know you're Spurs fan? Not one anything. I was like, you know, you asked me to do something, I do it, and now you're jumping on me." It's fine, but it's like uh, it's just you. I I've found because Spurs seem to be rattling a lot of cages at the moment yeah. that yeah, you that from all angles we're we're just hated. Like it's uh, it's, it's interesting. It, like, like the Chelsea and Arsenal loving is sickening. It's like they don't even have a thing with each other anymore. The only mutual connection between the club isn't the rivalry. It's just fucking bumming off Spurs, bumming off their hatred of Spurs. You allowed to say bumming? I'm not sure. Oh, as long as it, yeah, of course you can. Bumming off. Bumming off sounds um, sort of like self-pleasure somehow. You're right. Where are you going? I'm just yeah, going to go, but I'm just, just off. To, I'm just going to do some do you, Would you rate Tottenham? Off. Yeah. Who, who do you support? Arsenal. Who do you support? Chelsea. Do you rate Tottenham? Yeah, come here. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, fancy bumming off together. <laughs> do you fancy a bum? Um, bumming, bumming. No, but bumming. I feel like bumming off, you're just, you're bumming yourself. With something, it, I just think it's amazing now that a club that everyone just cannot stop reminding that we don't win anything, win anything, just rattles so many cages. Doesn't it? It's amazing, isn't why, it? I'm saying, look, I agree, we don't win anything. Why are you so bothered? Yeah, why, yeah, that is why, good. Why is it that every time we sign a player, you have to remind us that we haven't won a trophy? Like, you're you're much more bothered about this than we are. It's the. It's do you know what it is? There's a weakness in the jumping to it, isn't there? Because it's, it's, it's there, isn't it? It's in the ether. Just let it be in the ether. You can't, I mean, you're not educating us. I'm acutely aware of how many trophies we've won through the decades. Like yeah. last two, two, you're not educating me. What's what's becoming very clear to me is how bothered you are by us. I, I mean, you crack on. I'm not coming to you. I'm not asking you. I don't even know who you are. You're tweeting me. Mm. You're tweeting me and telling me but that, that Spurs haven't won anything. I don't, I don't even, before that, I didn't even know that you existed. But sure. all you're telling me to is you're worried. Mm. Just everyone seems to be... Here's a question for the comments. And this isn't this is a genuine question, right? Is what is it, given that Spurs don't win anything, why are you so concerned with us? Why are you so you spend so much of your time thinking about us when we don't win anything? I just let us know in the comments below. Genuine question. I'm not winding, I'm not on a wind up here. I just want to know why you're so bothered about us if we don't win anything. Speaking of why important why do we live in your head so much? Is all I'm asking. Yeah, because I can might help you, you know, feel better about it all. Speaking of big, uh, important questions, um, and what I was so Stoker Pop said, great question, Josh, which made me sort of move my eyes up to Josh Rogers. That's Josh Rogers' questions. <coughs> would would you self bum if you could self bum? Fuck yeah! Why not? Why yeah. wouldn't you if you could? Why, so, well, just well, you, everyone's walking around not self bumming if they absolutely can. Do me a favour. I've got to be honest. I'm just a bit tentative there. 
I'd be wary of sort of self bumming. I'd have to watch some. But it's your own. It's your own. It's your own. It's your own cock. What are you worried about? Oh, it's, it's got to be your own cock. Yes, yeah, so you, you aren't you like pushing your cock round up your own ass like like that. That's impressive. Shove it, it's thumbing your own cock up your ass is what we're talking about. Yeah, if you could, <laughs> you would. Oh right, is that what I didn't know? Everyone that's at fourteen tried to give themselves a blowjob and realised they're never getting anyone near it. Oh, I thought you were using a tool to self bum. Uh, come on. Stack up says easy self in Jim, you'll be fine. Okay, I'll look into it. Just gotta relax. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, sure. Actually, I want to read this. Um, read this comment out first. Um, because I saw it and I thought, wow. I thought I just thought, wow. Is this it? No. God, that's a long. I know. What's I bloody no. Where is it? Emma. A story for Jaffin. I'm not sure if Flav will remember me, but about six years ago, I started listening to the Fighting Cock podcast while at work, as my partner is a Tottenham fan. I'm a Leeds fan, and had tweeted about listening to them a couple of times to the point that they told me to just become a Spurs fan. Remember yeah, this? I remember. Okay. Yeah, I do. Anyway, me and my partner had a baby six weeks ago. Congratulations. Good. Well done. 16 hours of labour. Very Shit. traumatic delivery. Sorry yeah. to hear that, Emma. I hope... You're okay. Congratulations. She's, she's tired. No, if she wasn't okay, do you think she'd be tweeting fucking Jaffin? Of course she didn't be. She's uh, fine. She's, I don't know. She's fine. In, yeah. After 15 hours, doctors decided we needed to go to theatre to help move the baby's head into the correct position for me to continue pushing. I'm in a world of pain as the epidural has stopped working. For those of you who don't know, an epidural is a injection into the back, which can um, help with the, the pain. Uh, what does my partner bend over and excitedly whisper to me as I'm being wheeled to theatre? We've signed Richarlison. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing story. It's We've signed, work. We've signed, you know, Richard- we signed Richarlison. <laughs> <laughs> Where does he have the chance to look at that? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's the thing. You know that little cheeky on the phone, isn't it? (laughs) Holding around. After 15 hours of hand-holding, going, breathe, breathe. You can have a little look. When when Fan was on (laughs) When Fam was in labour, bless her, she'd been pushing for quite some time, and and I sort of over my, I was sort of you know look every time like looking after her, and then sort of in the in the uh, breaks in between us, I, I look, I sort of looked to the right, and something, a, sort of um, a bag of uh, dates caught my eye, and I was thinking, oh, gotcha, one man of date, and then so like after about three or four contractions, when she was sort of recovering, I just sort of went. She's gonna go <laughs> quickly. Got herself a date and had a little snack. Mid, she allow you to have a date? What is, what's going on? Well, I just you know should be really be focusing on her. Anyway, that was great. 
That was uh, um, you know what's great. You know how she knows she's not lying about the baby. Not that she would be weird if she was, but uh, it's, yeah, that was posted should. at four forty-five a.m. Yeah, good spot. Very good spot. Well done there, Mark. Congratulations on the birth of your child. I, I'm presuming he's going to be a Spurs fan as opposed to a Leeds fan. Pressure's and, on. Yeah, and I also presume that you named him Gary. Yes, after my dad and me. Oh yeah. Um, other good uh, wrong titles uh, for this week's podcast. Liverpool Road to the Invincibles. Hashtag Drawgate. I'll show you that in a minute. Um, where was? It? But the one that made me laugh, and it was so good. Oh, this is a good title. I could. I might do this at some point. What is Flab wearing? Why is it see through? It's good. It's good. What does that mean? I just think it's a good title. Uh, good to see men playing men <laughs> with Darwin Edward in the thumbnail. Did you see Graham Cena? Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, they, did we speak about I'm, in the mailbag? We chatted about that in the mailbag. We did a bit, yeah. James Gunner's continued title charge. Could be, could be, could be, maybe. Um, but the one that made me laugh, honestly, I was in bits laughing at this for ages and ages. I'll just scroll down because I think it was late and I was tired. I've been up since five in the morning. Wrong, and I ask, obviously asked for wrong answers only. Was this, was this from Stuart? She said, wibble, wibble, wibble. <laughs> What's that mean? I don't know. I like it. <laughs> wibble, wibble, wibble. It just, just caught me off guard. You know, things catch you off guard. I just thought, that's great. What a great title. Um, other things that made me laugh uh, and options for the big uh, Jim Big Laugh Award. Um, Harley said this in the comments last week. Question for everyone. Have you ever seen a tall ref? I've been to hundreds of football matches. They've all been short. It does seem to be a thing, does it? You don't. You, but if you're tall, you don't become a referee, do you? You're like... You have too much going for you. Oh, harsh, harsh! You know, you're a special breed to become a referee, haven't you? There's been tall refs, haven't there? Oh, what's his name? The one who sent off Beckham. What, Colleen? Is it Kalina? Kim? Wasn't it Kim? I want to say Kim Nielsen or something. There's one. But know, yeah, gen- they are mean. small generally. Who's your favourite ref? The the Chelsea thing. I know we've spoken about this before. But mm. often, mate, the amount of times when I do like a match reaction, I don't talk about, I don't really like talking about the refs anyway, but the sort of, the amount of times over a season people go, are you not going to talk about the quite clearly corrupt Anthony Taylor? Like, oh, oh, corrupt, stop using the word corrupt with refs, they don't give a fuck about you. They're Plus, just refereeing you, the game. You sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Genuinely, you sound like an idiot. It's like uh, it's a fix. There's there's a there's there's a fix. Like you can't you can't deal with your team losing without spouting out like start reverting back to a child. Oh, the world's against us. Oh, oh that word. wasn't a handball. I'm the Arsenal fans were the worst for it after the um after the. You, I mean, if you watch those compilations, those watch alongs, that's why I'm never in the world ever doing a a, a, a watch along. And if I happen to be on the kickoff, I'm not going to react at all because I don't want to end up on one of those fucking watch along compilations that the um all of them again it's corrupt it's corrupt it's not corrupt they don't give a shit about your football club they're just no. doing it they're just cracking on yeah they're just doing their job well, that's clearly all they're their agenda and corrupt are just like woeful it's woeful sound, football chat sound like an idiot yeah there's one for the comments next week what is just woeful football yeah. chat terrible football takes that kind of thing terrible yeah terrible takes terrible takes Corrupt saying Anthony Taylor corrupt is corrupt. corrupt. Yeah, is I mean, is a ter- it's not only ter- it. it's not only it just it just fills me full of a slight disdain for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, not I'm that like... matters, but that's how I feel. You make me feel a bit sick when you say it. <laughs> so let's this leads on perfectly to things that go through me. But that so people do that. It, that honestly, it it does go through me, and it's I. It makes me want to go. Are you all right? <laughs> I want to go. Are you all right? You honestly think there's this like fucking like it's like Wizard of Oz, this like bloke stroking a cat going, has someone told Anthony to uh, not give the because um, because we know because we know that Romero is going to go up for a corner and, and pull Cucurella's hair. Right. We know this. Right. Make sure no one does anything in VAR. Like, what yeah. are you on about? Just just on that. Just on that. Right. It's madness. It's madness that that wasn't a foul given to Chelsea. Right. Yeah. Right. So look, I'm coming from a position with we've scored that, and I'm like, that's crazy. There's, n- there's no world should we have been allowed to score that goal, right? But this this is the reasoning for it, right? The ref 
the, the the reason why the VAR couldn't bring it back, this has nothing to do with VAR. Because the only reason the VAR can get the ref to look at something if is if it's a blatant red card. You're not going to get a... Re- There's nothing in the rule book to say that um, hair pulling is violent conduct. Right. It, is, it exists in rugby, because obviously I've been reading a lot about this over the last week. In rugby, it exists. In you football, poor thing. it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, so it wasn't a red card, so VI couldn't p- pull it back. They had to check that. And once they r- agreed that it wasn't a red card, the corner had to be given. Yeah, yeah, Full yeah. come over, Kane scores, the rest is history. It's not a conspiracy. It's just the rules. Luke Ball says, have you seen the Mark Halsey quote? Could you just <coughs> copy and paste the Mark, whatever the Mark Halsey quote is? I'll read it out on the yeah. chat to know what that is. Uh, but Josh says, imagine risking your entire career to make sure Spurs get one <coughs> point against Chelsea. And also to get one point, to get one point before the corner, which could have been defended, couldn't it? Like the ball comes in, Koulibaly heads it away. That's the end of it, isn't it? Great it's... corner. Anyway. That was the other thing is that uh, just just to go back to something that Boovy said on the uh, last fan standing is, um, you know what Boovy is, value, right? Good value, great value. Yeah, he's amazing. He's incredible. But he said, he just comes out with stuff and he literally does not give a shit. I, I yeah, think he doesn't. And I love it. And I'm all for it. And I do it myself. But he says, <laughs> Perisic came on. Perisic was ineffective, and Kane isn't the you know he he, he shouldn't be missing chances. Perisic literally crossed for Kane to score that equaliser. <laughs> yeah, which is I did good. say this to him, but it was like yeah. it's like I, I might as well not have said it. It was amazing. That's close. Yeah, you know, the thing with Boovy is well, once he said it, he's kind of he's sort of like. I've made my decision. <laughs> it's kind of like there's no like the door's yeah, locked. Yeah. The door's locked, isn't it? It's like this, you know, like when someone shuts up their shop. He's <laughs> just gone. Yeah. No. But the, the other thing is, is that he's the to- he's the he's at the top of the tree. He's man. He's a Man City fan. He can't. No, there's no footballing conversation that can harm him. You can't get him, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's been the, the shit about him being money laundering and being blue and glory and hunting. He's heard it a million times. Mm. Yeah. True. Uh, just run through these things that go through me quickly M said uh, things that go through me goalkeepers are necessarily punching at stra- a straightforward cross under no pressure Larice and Pickford the worst culprits for it yeah don't like it um, it's just and by the way with this it's not just things you don't like it's things that kind of make yeah make your stomach go uh, LM says football moments that go through you hearing the opposition crowd roar after winning a corner in the last 10 minutes even though one in 50 corners go in, it just feels impossible that they won't score at that exact point. The sort of, yeah, the dull down the other end, we're quiet at this end. That is, yeah. that there is a dread in that. Danny yeah, Cox, definitely. my moment that makes you clench your cheeks at football. Anytime your team does something weird with a penalty, e.g. the main penalty taker, giving it to a different player or having it taken uh, or, yeah, someone sort of quick, or if, um, if two players argue over who's going to take the penalty, you just feel like it's destined to like miss that yeah, penalty, right? Definitely, yeah. Uh, dreaming of Conte. I just saw this quote. I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Uh, Juan Chai. He said, Flav. Uh, so, sorry, this is a bit of a quote of the week. So what part of Conte would you take? So we're talking about the, um, the perfect manager or the Frankenstein's <laughs> manager. Um, his tactics. And I said, his eyes... Uh, Hang on. I forgot what I forgot what I put this here. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was to get into the point of like, have you ever had a dream about Conte? And if you had a dream about Conte, would it be enjoyable or would it be a nightmare? Yeah, um, I think that's where I was going. We've done a lot of sort of mental, just create. We've done a lot of fantasizing on the Fighting Cop podcast, not sexual, although obviously naturally it always seems to go that way. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be an aggressive and um, quite strict experience, I'd imagine. But yeah. then again, you know, generally people in power and powerful positions are generally submissive in the bedroom. You know, what 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 are they going to get out of having more of the same in the bedroom? Is that true? I think so. People of high power generally like to be submissive. That's why all the rich bankers end up getting things shoved up their ass in dungeons in the in, in the city. Uh, dominatrices is that not just a case of like i've you know there's just so many options in my life i want the most perverse one that's what i I thought it was i think i think in sex you would i I mean i don't know like all all the men into 
the ones the men that are into sort of sadomasochism masochism i can't imagine are, are downtrodden in real life they don't want more of the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bit like um, what was yeah. it like? The disco era came out of like real hardship and the lack of money because people were like, "I've had that all through the week. The last yeah, thing I want at the week, I want something a bit lively, so we're gonna yeah. enjoy a disco." So you think, <laughs> you think that? Yeah. But do you think like a bloke who you think like a bloke who is like a school janitor? Yeah, who has to pick fucking chewing gum off the bottom of tables and chairs then goes at the weekend to get beat up by a woman for his mm. sexual kinks. I don't think... <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, he needs empowerment, doesn't he? He doesn't need... Yeah, he needs to, yeah, he needs to escape from his life, not have more of it. Right. I might be wrong, though. Maybe... That does yeah, make sense. binary about this. Um... So let's let's do the little uh, slugs in the wild. Let's do slugs in the wild. This is great. Can I just go? Can you can you just scroll scroll up just for a second? <laughs> I was going to leave this. I was going to let this pass. It's so it's so funny you say that because I used to work for a youth charity. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to let it go because you're not well. I thought this isn't. It's fine. Thing. No, it's fine. It's fine. I, absolutely fine. I did do that for twelve years. That's, isn't that interesting? So Mars Lama, new to this podcast, but Flav gives himself such strong, cool manager at youth charity vibes, and and it, that was the case, was it? Yeah, I what. You yeah, must know. Is. You must know because it was he's he's googled me or something like that. You can find this information out. That's too close to. I mean, <laughs> the cool manager bit is obviously he's just being silly. But the the fact that I haven't he somehow knows about the aura of a youth someone who works in a youth charity and now has then applied that to me based on a podcast he's watching me talk about football. You call him bullshit. I'm saying he's googled it. He must. You think he's googled it? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, thought, I don't know. What do you think I give off those vibes? What, hey kids, <laughs> everyone cool today? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Not, not the, really. You know if is, I'm honest. The fact that he says youth charity, no one says that youth club. I get it, but the fact that he says youth charity, and that's what I work for—a youth media charity. I think the fact that you're you sort of um, your your name is a nickname as well. I think that that works with it. If you know what I mean, do you know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was going to let that go, but uh, bless you. So slugs in the world. Uh, for those of you who don't know, if um, we there was one a couple of weeks ago, I got sent a video, and it was a guy who worked at Greg's, and he filmed himself. So what we want is people filming themselves, uh, talking to people that don't understand the Japanese, and um, using it. And he he did. He was funny, and he was like, "Oh, you know, um, Jeffen's back this weekend," and you can hear the woman going, "What?" And he goes, "You know, like, more slugs in that." It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we want more of these um, because they're so good. And I'm so excited to show you this one. But first of all, there's one that's just um, a comment one. So this is from Paul Reese, And he sent me a screenshot. Uh, he, fl- he failed. He flailed? He f- yeah, we could either. Um, <coughs> so he said, uh, Callum, excited for the JLA episode. Uh, oh, this is it. So this is him messaging some guy. Failed slugs in the world encounter with my friend, previously unaware he watched your videos. Hence, I asked him if he's a moist slug. Devastated, to say the least. Mm. So, yeah, so he said he likes, you know, he says he's Callum, if you're watching this, two-week ban. Because apparently I'm a a good YouTuber, okay? But then you don't don't know what a moist slug is. So, shame on you. Shame on you. What? Um, You said it was a video. Yes. You're going to love this. You know, absolutely bloody love this. I, this is, I'd be mates. I'd be mates with Tails. Tails is an absolute legend. Should go for dinner. Right. I'm so excited. For I already stuff. know I'm going to love this. You are going to love, mate. He's he's got the little glint in his eye. I love this guy, and I love that he's doing it without a top on. I love Play everything it. about it. We'll break it down afterwards. Okay. Here we go. Enjoy. So we should go for dinner. You've been fleet services before. <laughs> you ever been to fleet services? Yeah, yeah, we upgrade there quite a bit. Quite <laughs> nice there. Hmm? I think all the sluggy wuggies that'll be there though. <laughs> Pardon? I don't know what you're going on about. All the slugs? <laughs> Dry, moist, everything. Dry, moist, everything. 
There'll be shitloads of blokes there, though, if the number 500's there. His face. There's a little giggle at the end. So good. <laughs> yes, mate. That is amazing. And he sent us the last little bit of shame because the. She... <laughs> oh, he didn't catch the last bit. He went finish too early. And he said, she said, I'm getting sick of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Amazing. Really good. Um, more please from Tails. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, Absolutely. keep more of those. Love it, love it. Um, Good work, so, mate. I love that. That work. made me feel so much better. I knew, I knew you needed that. I knew you bloody needed that. Yeah, I needed that. Uh, so more slugs in the world. It's hilarious. Um, amazing. Things Dad say at the football. Quite a few of these. Uh, Harvey Finch. Things Dad. This is the number one comment from the weekend, from last week's pod. 305 likes. Make sure wow. you like the comments that you find funny, please. It makes my life a lot easier. Harvey Finch, things Dad said at the football. Who's that new bloke we've signed? Despite him playing regular football for three years now. There's 14 replies on it. This seems like quite a common thing that Dad's do. But there's somebody's been knocking around the squad for about three years. And who's this new fellow we've had? Who's that? Yeah. Tom Thornton said, uh, and it's almost certainly someone whose name for an English speaker is harder to pronounce. So they spent the last three years avoiding talking about them. Uh, on the same vein, uh, Robbie Holmes said, on the dads pronouncing footballers' names wrong, my girlfriend's dad has always got City players' names wrong. Here's a few of my favourite examples. So Caballero, <laughs> Calabro, I- Ian Nacho, Itchy, na- <laughs> Itchy Nacho. <laughs> Itchy Nacho. Uh, Gundogan, Gundoggy. <laughs> De Bruyne, The Bruner. Uh, Pant... Pantamillimon, oh, pa- I can't say it, Pantamillimon, Pantamillion, and Jekko, just call him Deco. Um, My dad doesn't say it too, he, but he just doesn't, That at least those are words, right? <laughs> <laughs> Makes a noise, Kulisevsky, you should hear it. I mean, I'm not much better, but I'm better than my dad. What does he say, what does he say for Kulisevsky? He just goes, Kulisevsky. <laughs> I don't know, and he always finishes, oh, I don't know what his name is. You tried, dad. If you tried, you'd work mm. it out and you'd be able to do it. Uh, on the, again, on the same vein, load pack 98, dads of football, um, hating any player that has a top knot. Also confusing players' names. For no apparent reason, my dad, who's a Forest fan, calls Brennan Johnson Rogers. <laughs> I, can, I can only assume it's because uh, they are both re- relatively common surnames. Was yeah. there Brendan Rogers, maybe? Um, he also regularly asks if former players are still at the club. Last week, he asked if Lee Camp still plays for us. He left in 2013. Mm. That is true. And Diabetes98. Things Dad said at the football. Get rid of it. So true, that, isn't it? Get rid of it. Oh, God. My dad. Like, so, you know, obviously Spurs play Chelsea. Mm. Every single time we're watching football, and we've talked about this before, I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the pod. Is, is it great that he's living near you now? We watch all the games together. Or do you watch? Yeah, them? no, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we the end of last season we watched all the games. This season, I've been been able to. Yeah. Um, but because the Chelsea game, I was uh, I was coming back from a wedding. But um, so he's you know the thing he does like get rid of it if you're passing it around the back, just play it long, just hit it long, like it's not working, just hit it long, it's hit it long, like and having to explain every time that actually oh, percentage wise it's much better to play out from the back even if it is quite difficult to watch at times it is better right we've had this conversation so he rings me up to chat about the game result just one tour and i knew it was coming because they they pressed us brilliantly like they made it so difficult for us they to were play they were, yeah. they were really really good and i was like jesse's gonna say it here it comes why don't we just fucking hit it well just try it Try it once. Just do yeah, it long. Yeah, yeah. My dad said that the weekend. And, in the and, week, what, and what if it works, Dad? What if it works once or twice? Do we abandon the tactic completely? <laughs> See, that's we the just problem. Keep, we do that from now? Yeah, yeah. And, and on then the what, one... when it stops working, then what do you want? And on the one occasion that they just sort of clear it and, and the forward gets a header and he goes, See? <laughs> See? Yeah. All right, so should we abandon this completely? Because Jose Mourinho didn't play like that, and look what happened. Do you know what, though? I, I don't mind a bit of variety. So the odd time mixing it up, especially when we've got Lyndon Dykes up there. Maybe use him once in a while. That's, yeah, his, that's his skill. Uh, right, uh, the drawing board. It's time to go to the drawing board. So um, we've spoke about this first week of the pod. I talk about Lampard, how many draws can he get away with? Mm. 
Um, and now we've decided to, we want to see who will get the most draws throughout the season. And Fulham, it's just Fulham and Liverpool um, hanging in there in, in terms of um, the, the perfect season. And Joel Tucker said this, I thought this was interesting, because what if it gets to this? So everyone needs to be rooting really for a Liverpool draw and a Fulham draw at the weekend just to keep the run going. Joel Tucker said 38 draws. Imagine the scenes on final day as your team gets a last-minute penalty with the score tied at 1-1. As the captain picks up the ball, a chorus of boos rings around the ground, which quickly turns into yet another rendition of the now-famous chant, we draw every week, we draw every week, where's our gold trophy? We draw every week. As he steps up to take the penalty, the tension is palpable, the crowd holds its breath. On the touchline, the camera stalks the manager, who at the last second offers a knowing wink. The captain takes four strides back, sprints towards the ball and blasts the ball towards the corner. <laughs> a pandemonium erupts. You would celebrate it, wouldn't you? Get to the final game. I, d- I don't see it happening. But, yeah. um, so this is from, oh, you Chef is his Twitter name. I think his name, oh God, I forgot it now. I think it's Josh, maybe. Oh God, hang on, let me just find it quickly. Where is he? Jay Clemson. I asked his name. Joe. Joe Clemson. There you go. So here, have a look at this, Flav. Interesting. Quite interesting. Quite insightful. Mm. So these are, since 92-93, this is the number of draws and the champion of the draw league, but also the position that they finished in the Premier League. 16 draws in a season. 16 draws. So the, the highest is 18 draws um, in and Sheffield United in 93-94 got relegated with that. Whereas Southampton finished 10th. So you can finish absolutely anywhere. So thanks for this, Joe. It's, it's actually quite interesting. Like teams have finished, Chelsea finished third in 98-99 with the most draws. 15. Mad. It's crazy, isn't that it? Is crazy, yeah. I think on... I don't know if he's got it at the bottom. No, he hasn't. I'm intrigued to see what the average gen, average position that you'll finish. You're probably going to be mid-table. But if you can win the draw league, you're probably going to stay up. Because there's yeah. only, over the season, so one, hang on, one, it's... two, three, four. Oh, no, 17, you're fine, aren't you? Yeah. Four. Four times yeah. the team's gone down in the 30-year history of the Premier League if you can win the draw table. And average position was 11th, 11.6. Uh, yeah. average. Yeah, oh, there you go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so you're going to finish about te- 11th if you can <laughs> well, have the most amount of draws generally. And also, it looks like the magic number for draws, if you want to be champion this year, is uh, 14. Fourteen point five seven five. If you want to, if you want to be the champion, last right, season it was see. Palace. Brighton three years on the trot prior to that. Unbelievable! Never heard of it. You will never see such a thing again. <laughs> yeah, such to utter dominance. Yeah. I think Southampton seem to have won it a lot. Who's won it the most? Villa won it a few years. Yeah, love this. It was really interesting. Thank you, Joe. Um, right, I promised fan fiction, didn't I? So uh, let's let's finish with that. Actually, I'll give you just a just a quick Samism as well. Um, this is from Dan Neal. Oh, so he, this is he got it got caught in a Samism spiral, I think. So the other day at work, I referred to something sly that my colleague did as snakes and daggers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> which I can only assume was a swap between the popular board game, Snakes and Ladders. Almost immediately, I noticed my mistake, which is a horrible moment. You know, when it happens on camera, I remember you f- you famously retrieved the situation superbly on the overlap, but it, you knew in that moment that you'd, you'd done a cheeky done Samism. Done it. Uh, I noticed my mistake and embarrassed, uh, embarrassed, I quickly changed my previous statement to Smoke and Daggers. I realised this was also wrong, and I was now panicking. A sweat beat ran down my forehead as I could feel my face becoming warmer than normal. I quickly took to Google to find out the saying that I had previously intended on, realising what I meant was smoke and mirrors. 
and cloak and daggers. Or, of course, I could have gone with cloak and daggers. Not my finest hour. Hang in there, Dan. Hope you're okay. Snakes and daggers, though, when you're talking about something a bit sly, it doesn't make complete sense. You can understand why you break. Forgive yourself. Yeah. Got to be kind with the Samisms, that's it. It's true. It's not a place of shame, Samism. It's a place of laughter and enjoy. And self-awareness. Uh, let's finish off with that uh, fan fiction. Sort of drifty. So this is Cameron Wright. Interesting. Unless this actually happened, I'm not sure. Um, we'll finish on this. So Flav, can I just say, well done. Um, Cheers. Give Flav some love. He's got bloody COVID. Look at him, hanging in there. Like an absolute trooper. Do you know what's so much fucking worse than I thought it was? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I think the I've work. been lucky, but I just have these sort of coughs, the tickly coughs. But you seem to be getting it's my own. It's my own fault. I when I went to the wedding, I just did everything success. I had like three hours sleep in three days, and I just fucked my immune system, and then it got me. So I can't complain. It's just grim. But um, we can only move forwards, Flav. Well done. Forward. Well done, bud. This will cheer you up. <coughs> this will cheer you up. <coughs> and May. May might be erotic. <coughs> Let's find out. Bit of fan fiction from Cameron Wright. Thanks, Cameron. I was on my way to, into London via the M3 for Spurs on Saturday as I felt a hunger pang. I haven't eaten yet today, I told myself. I, I, going. I decided to stop off at the next service station as it advertised. Just to say that I didn't ask, we didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. He just he just wrote this in the comments. Okay, it wasn't set up. I decided to stop off at the next service station as it advertised. It was going to be a welcome break. Fabulous. I parked up, and as I was entering the service station, a bearded man holding a very expensive coffee vaped forcefully into my face, causing me to choke and go lightheaded. As I tumbled to the ground, his friend, a baby-faced, spectacled chap who had what appeared to be vomit of a juvenile on his jumper, grinned at me and asked what I I was doing here. Dazed but coming round, I calmly stated I was on the way to the football and just wanted some nosh. Again, I didn't ask him to write this. You wanted some nosh, it's fine. You want some food, it's fine. I explained, calmly, calmly stated I was on the way to the football. I just wanted some nosh. In a flash, their expression has changed from laughter to a deep sense of menace. They abruptly turned to each other and with a wry smirk and a nod offered that they have plenty of nosh here and that I have come to the right place. This is where the best nosh in the country is, they said. (laughs) I presume at the same time, together. They ushered me away from the main building towards the direction of the rear of the shops. (laughs) I thought, I thought this was strange so I turned round and they bellowed only forwards at me and they grabbed me to continue still coming round for my coffee stench nicotine debacle at the door I continued to follow what's the worst that could happen I told myself after a short walk we arrived to a secluded alleyway between restaurants the nicotine had worn off now and out of the corner of my eye I glanced at the exit sign thank you Shut up! Hey! Sorry, I've got to check this out. Sorry, I interrupted the story. Interesting. Quite the cliffhanger. Nothing there. Stop it. Stop. I think Frank's not. Frank's not not feeling it. He's, he, he probably heard this. He's hearing the story, and he doesn't like. He doesn't like where this is going. He's barking at nothing. He's looking out the window. There's nothing there. Probably a ghost. Probably, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Nicotine uh, debacle. Yes, yes. Um, the nicotine had worn off now, and out of the corner of my eye, I glanced the exit sign. Thank you for coming to Fleet Services. My heart sank, and a bottomless pit sprung in my stomach. I knew these men. I knew my fate. My time in my thoughts was brief, as I was shunted back to grave reality as the men joined hands volleyed me to the ground and told me to put this napkin in my collar it's time to become a moisty what is going on needless to say i did not relieve my hunger at this service station and i will forever be haunted by the faces of these men worst day of my life don't support these guys 
It's so strange. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 